Should we do a wee Facebook Live? <laughs> well, all of us. Uh -huh. Like, at what point? Like, now or just any time during? Just any time during. Oh, you, you can be in charge of that if you want, then. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Did so you just prop up against just, just, prop, and just and see up and then I'll do it against this glass I'm not using it <laughs> see if people I don't know we'll see you do it during the top five or something like that that's, that's a good one there Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Christie's Third Nipple. The podcast is unnecessary as all the time we all spent trying to come up with ice skating movie puns because <laughs> the decision has been made and as expected, the name of Dundee Ice Arena's Christmas show this year will be... Oh, uh, Ice Camera Action. That's uh, a yeah, 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 yeah. good memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, massive. Yeah. Uh, no uh, blades to glue. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know, I definitely know some listeners were keen to, like Mike was, Mike's father, he was saying that he was trying ages to think of him. <laughs> Rosie was trying ages to think of him before I met her and we were drinking together and then she says, oh, I was thinking this. But they were good, but they weren't as good as that. Yeah. Um, joining me as ever are Darren. Hello. And Tarek. Yo, yo, yo. As we tell you what to watch and what to avoid. And our top five game is back, inspired by Amelie, Emily, for our next episode, we will be select selecting, arguing, and vetoing our way to deciding Christie's favourite foreign language movies of all time. Ooh. Easy picks, then. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be a long oh. debate. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very good at saying all the foreign names and. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that to you? <laughs> <laughs> the French guy. <laughs> so just to show you that, like we practice what we preach. Like I do watch what you guys recommend and I, I, I do yeah, get yeah, inside yeah, it like, yeah. I definitely did it this time because me and Darren watched the rehearsal yeah, and yeah. me and Leah watched <laughs> Rescue and mm. I say I say she watched it this is, this is the whole reason for the story <laughs> right, okay. so okay, you okay. I remember last time you you, you spoke about quite a lot Aye. and giving away loads of like things but I mean this thing happened in real life um, so, yeah, if, like, if you yeah. were watching news at the time you yeah. would have picked up on yeah. all but you did stop short of saying how they got the kids out. Wow, eh? right. that's the main event. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and I was quite happy you did that, it was even more intriguing anyway. It was, oh, yeah, it was yeah. intriguing enough with old boys from England coming over and doing all this, doing their thing. Uh, and then I spoke about it with G, because he stayed at mine on, on the Saturday, right? right? Uh, and he said, he told me about the, the kind of like movie about it. Yeah, I've seen that there's, they've done like a Hollywood, we've yeah. got actors in it and all this jazz, but this, <laughs> but this one's... <laughs> so he spoke about that and he says, well Tarek's not told me how to get them out, so, and he says, fine, fine, but it's, it's, it's good. Uh, Sunday is like lying on the couch, nothing to do, mm -hmm. quite hungover, right, right. not really prepared for how, <laughs> <laughs> how emotional that was, like. Pure joker, yeah. Oh man, definitely. And then Leah and Linda were like sleeping on the couch. G was pottering about, kids were just like <laughs> pulling out toys left right and centre and then the sharps left, so they, they, they left, Lee ended up going upstairs to get sleep, fine, stick it on, <laughs> halfway halfway into it, Leah comes downstairs, right, oh, I wanted to watch that yeah, she says, I just jumped in, like, they're, they're kind of at this stage and she says, you know how they got them out, eh? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god. Leah, come Leah. on, pal. First come thing to on, pal. <laughs> What are you playing at? Couldn't oh. believe it. 
you, you, yeah, you spent so much time getting there and everyone else has kept their word. Yeah. And, and it's always the nearest like, and dearest that yeah. lets you down. <laughs> she was pure useless that morning as well. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and that made her worse than useless. <laughs> that was her contribution for the day, yeah. <laughs> so, f- so you said you were a wee bit through it. No, yeah, so it actually it turns out that that <laughs> idea came around about 20 minutes later or something. Uh, uh, and then okay. it was like, well, that's it then, is it? That's what they're going to do. Uh-huh. And All the so suspense was taken out, yes. Yeah, yeah so uh, wasn't it, uh, I don't know, <coughs> it didn't take away from that too much. Mm. I did really enjoy it. I've spoken about it a lot since. Some uh, <laughs> uh, God. Just the, the live action that they've got from there mm. is just, you say live action, it's... it's <laughs> Just the real, <laughs> the real footage. Yeah. yeah. It's just well, un- funny you say that because at the end, it's got some scenes were recreated, <coughs> right? Using the people that were involved. Mm. So I don't know which ones. They um, did not stick the boys back in the cave, did they? Well, that's, <laughs> that's what Leah said. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was it. I wasn't recording. I'm gonna come back. You do that surprise face again, okay? <laughs> I know you've no fit in the end. I've got the food here, but I just want to get a good. Yeah. Um, I do think it was cave scenes though. I think it was, you know, they had intermediate <coughs> points where they can come up. Aye. Mm. Um, it was maybe just where the rescuers were coming up there, thinking about what to do next and going down and just. Yeah. But yeah, I would be very surprised <laughs> if the kids were involved for that. <laughs> well, that would be harrow- too far too harrowing for them to go back into anything. <laughs> but especially, it was funny because we watched the rehearsal. She only saw the first five minutes where. Yeah, the first introduction happens and then it's revealed that he's rehearsed that hundred times. Like, that's a lot of piss shit. You guys are always watching that shit and they just want those there like trying to convince someone to like it here. So it's always not lovely. Yeah, on, on, the <laughs> on the rehearsal I won't watch it. No. I've seen one episode and that's enough. I'll, I'll, I'll still go back and I'll watch it. <laughs> not to say that you won't like it, but no. yeah, not for me. Um Give it a try. Another thing on the rescue was Jimmy Chin, I'm sure that's his name, is behind that, and he is behind uh, movies like The Don Wall and that. Oh, right. Like behind the yeah, scenes yeah. camera guy. He's a great cl- climber mm. and everything in his own right. But it's him that gets, he's got a team and they get into positions to be able to film. Well, these Hon- type, Hon- yeah. and all the, all the people do their stuff. Oh, that's cool. And he's involved in this. In the rescue. In the rescue. Not, the rescue. <coughs> right, I thought you meant he was involved uh, with. Behind he, he. No, with the one that done. Right, you not the rehearsal. Uh, I was no, thinking that's. No, the yeah. rescue. Uh-huh. He's like a producer on that or something. Right. Like okay. <laughs> he's the he's the one that put the kids back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he, he's that small. He just dressed up as one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, um, I follow him on Facebook. A great follow. Just pictures Faye. Like you can imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Uh, it seems that he's gonna. Yeah. Get into. Uh, uh, Talking about Amy Lee, um, after tonight we will be halfway through to our 16 movies that we need for the next hey. Crusty Awards. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. We've, we've already had a fair few, in this section I'd say, a few foreign films. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and a few bangers as well, so oh. Dallas Buyers Club, mm. Shawshank Redemption, yeah. Mid-90s, The Gentleman, Saving Private Ryan. Oof. The Lives of Others, The Last Jewel, and Emily. So, yeah. Some good names in there. I know, yeah. I know. That I is tough. Just got to say thanks to everybody for putting this stuff in there because we're 
getting good watching. You're getting spoiled. <laughs> You're getting absolutely spoiled. I'm feeling cultured. Now. There's, yeah. there's yeah. been zero mega, <laughs> mega sharkage kicking the ball. <laughs> that's, those are easy throwaway bad options, though. So yeah. And that came up with a couple of awards I seem to remember. Yeah. Have I'm looking forward to having a movie where it's, um, there's, there's no thought involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've all, yeah, they've all been absolutely <laughs> mental challenges at mm. some sort. Uh, but that's in the future, Dan. Mm. What have you got for me now? Oof. Here's my, uh, my recommend, yeah. Uh, my recommend is <laughs> uh, season three of Umbrella Academy. Ah. So I've watched the first two seasons. I really liked the first season. Uh, 16, it was getting better, I thought. And then Thursday was just brilliant, I think. So mm. if you're unaware, it's on Netflix and it's uh, based on a comic. Um, yeah. I can't remember who writes it, but I think he's in a band. But um, uh, so it's about this kind of these seven children, and there's a lot more, were all born on the same day to women who weren't pregnant that day. And they're all get adopted by this uber rich kind of super scientist genius guy and it turns out they all have superpowers but it kind of skips a lot of their childhood until the point where they're all like distanced and estranged from each other and the the family's all broken up i get to see all those characters and how they kind of have the most dysfunctional family known to man so the father's quite controlling loving only just wants them for their benefits and they're all all very different. For instance, number one, he, he didn't like name them, he just numbered them. <laughs> so number one, or, or Luther, he's like the super built one. He has his body of like a primate, technically. And his dad sent him on the moon for several years for like a, a wild goose chase, just to just mess with them. <laughs> so, yeah. But this is like the third season of it. So a lot of their dysfunctions are, they're still there, but they're, they're more bonded now as a family. And each season there seems to be a new end of the world threat that's going on, or apocalypse. But they're also messing around with time. So the beginning of the third season, <clears throat> they go back, they think they've saved the world, everything's fine, all the problems are solved. And right at the end of the sixth season, they get the third one, they realise that they've been replaced. And so they've messed around the time to the point where the dad never adopted them, but adopted seven other children. Uh, oh, okay. children. And they're called the Sparrow Academy. Right. And so it's kind of like the also identical twins, but they got other powers. So then they had to realize, can we work with or against these people? And they think, oh, thank God the world's over. And then, no, it's another, there's another threat because of the paradox that they now are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so it's, it's funny, it's, it's creative. The cast have just a lot better, like really well done chemistry. And it's gotten better now they're like three seasons in. And there's a lot of good music as well. So I think I've liked the other seasons, but this is when they were firing like, on all songs. Right. This isn't your home. What are you talking about? This is the Umbrella Academy. This is the Sparrow Academy. Shit. When we jumped here, we created a time paradox. Our little paradox brought forth a freaking Kugel Blitz. What the hell is a Kugel Blitz? Essentially, we're screwed.
Everybody else could see Ben, right? Yeah, and he's a complete dickhead. They're all dickheads. Dickheads who can fight. The next person to say dickhead is getting a punch to the throat. Dickhead. 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 So when, when you say they're separated, is this across the country or across the world? Uh, uh, it's across the, the <coughs> uh, yeah, it's across yeah. The, um, the states. But they're, um, they're all born in different countries. Mm. Like, uh, Klaus is German. Uh, Klaus ben, ben is, is Asian. Hands yeah. down the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's just so funny. He, he was, I'm sure he I think he was in the mm -hmm. mis Misfits as well. Mm. So he's a... He's, yeah, he's totally like Misfits characters. He's totally... So a drunkie is just really chill with everyone and he's got like powers revolving around death and so mm. you basically just can't be killed so he tries to push that as far as he can. Uh -huh. he, it's almost like Kenny from South Park. Uh -huh. In the last season he gets like a, <laughs> yeah. he's a head of a cult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, he's, it's hard to, really hard to describe how funny yeah. he is because he's just so... Because everyone else he is, so he is a bit like kind of junkie esque, yeah. uh, ju junkie -esque where yeah. he, you'll take any <laughs> drugs and you'll just go about, you'll be right in the gutter with everybody, mm -hmm. but you'll still come away with some absolute banging lines yeah. that yeah. rip everybody to shreds. So, is it a comedic element to it? Is it, fun, is it fun? Yeah, yeah, it is quite funny. Oh, and the yeah. funny is just how these people are totally different personalities. Yeah. Like, funny the way the boys is funny. Uh, sort of not not no. that edgy. It's more just right. kind of like uh, a bit more PG. Oh well, yeah, a bit more PG, but just more kind of absurd. Hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Like number five actually doesn't have a, a name because he was just given up, and his powers were around like teleportation in time. And so during the first season, you realize he's like he's almost kind of like a Benjamin Button case where he's lived <laughs> loads of years, but he's like because of the time travel, he's still just a child. <laughs> And so everyone else has grown up, and he still is a kid. <laughs> but he's actually lived more years yeah. and has survived through a whole apocalypse by himself. And so he's just told like wise, like really, uh, it's just snaps at everyone. But everyone's ah, it's not a fear. It's like I've seen millions of people die. <laughs> he's just very snarky. You know, he's just hilarious because. Like everyone else should take it as seriously as him, but they just don't because yeah. he's a kid. <laughs> Have you seen the whole season? Then? Yeah, the whole yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the, it's weird because even after three seasons, they always keep it fresh. Yeah, like in the sixth season, second season, they go back to like the sixties, mm. and uh, like so, Klaus fits in more. <laughs> yeah, just because that was at the time. Right. But then Allison, who's uh, who's black, yeah. ends up having a terrible time mm. during all that kind of, and she gets mixed up with the whole civil rights. Movement, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's really interesting and funny. I think the third season's the best. Yeah, no, I, th I, th I like the. Well, yeah, I've watched all the seasons. Mm. Um, the third season, I, I would say the first season was the best for me. Mm. Um, yeah. First or third? Sorry. The first, uh, but the third does hold its own definitely. <laughs> Just because yeah. there was a lot about um, oh, what's the girl's name who didn't have a power in this first. Oh, uh, Vanya, Victor, Vanya, yeah, Ellen yeah. slash Elliot Page. No. So uh, the uh, third, the third season's win is now Elliot, and they've now changed the character to Victor as well to reflect mm -hmm. that. So yeah, he's just annoying <laughs> for me. Oh yeah, he, he he's just the worst. The, just but the character was just. That, that's why I don't like the first season as much. But in the third one, uh, they start calling him out, mm. and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I should have done that." But so yeah, the, the the seventh one just doesn't have a power, and but they just act like they're on the cloud of judgment, looking down at everyone, 
and then they're just causing issues themselves and yeah. they just turn a blind eye to it. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's good. Sounds good. Mm. Sounds good. What have you got? Do you want me to go? Yeah. So I've got Joe and John Bishop, Life After Death. So you're going to tell me who Joe Bishop is? <laughs> Joe Bishop is John Bishop's son. Son? Okay. Son, yeah. Um, so this follows John Bishop's uh, ITV uh, documentary. Yeah, ITV documentary about John Bishop who decided that he wanted to do a full comedy show using British Sign Language. So he had to learn British Sign Language mm -hmm. and then deliver it to um, audience full of people that would so he physically done it as well yeah. so he, he done it yeah so he had to learn sign language to, and to, to an audience of deaf people to an audience mm. of deaf people yeah um, so the reason that wow. I, I, I know <laughs> learning a, few, a, a whole new language in three to four months yeah. kind of does yeah. it yeah. Um, it's not just that it's like what jokes have come across as funny yeah. so <laughs> yeah. i gone to that bit yeah, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well so comedy is all about timing yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of time yeah. dedicated to Doing uh, the actual there's things, a lot, there's so. a lot of um, comedians that are just for sign language. Mm -hmm. So that, so he does when he's doing the gig, he's got maybe three or four other comedians that are on beforehand that are able mm -hmm. to kind of deliver it as well. So Get that's, warmed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> warm up marks. Um, so the reason that he, he does this is because of Joe Bishop, his son. So uh, it's mad. It's really really sad that uh, when he was seven or eight, he had a sore head went away to his bed, woke up and said that he couldn't really hear that well. Mm. Um, and then he lost 60% of his hearing, just like that. It was just it was just a, a head cold that the parents thought, and there was nothing more of it, mm. that the, the virus just attacked his hearing. And then God. that was him. So, he's, um, so he kept, he didn't really embrace it. And there's a lot of this is Joe and John's um, relationship throughout his adolescence and how mm -hmm. they were just arguing all the time and he didn't know how to kind of help him um, and he was just kind of rebelling against everything because nobody was able to understand mm -hmm. and it was uh, shows you how the big the the community can come together and bring Joe out of himself to kind of say look yeah. there's more to this than just you shutting it off and just kind of trying to be trying to act as normal as you can. You, are, you can act normal, but there's more people that can understand this with you. Yeah. And John Bishop never seen this. And there's a moment in it where um, where they said that because as a father he was just trying to fix it. He just he just refused to acknowledge the fact that he can't fix this. And he just kept really. He was just like, what, what can we do? What can we do? Mm -hmm. And one of the guys that he's interviewing um, or that he's speaking to says look it's not for you to fix it's for you to acknowledge that he doesn't need fixed mm. you need to help him with his life the way <coughs> it is and as soon as he says that John Bishop's just in bits he's just like oh man yeah. I, 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 sh I really should have you can't can fix that can you no, and no I can imagine a part of it is coming to terms with that and then how do I live for no one oh. and if somebody's constantly thinking that you're broken and that it's and annoying that's it? It yeah exactly yeah. somebody's, mm. somebody's keep saying no you, you need you need help. You need help when yeah. he doesn't. He just needs support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, there's a wee bit at the start where he says that he's got uh, tinnitus and it's a really high level, and the actual sound goes to just almost like what he he hears constantly, mm. and it's just like man, see if you're hearing that, your brain must just be absolutely yeah. throbbing and just 
pain. Some of the bell was good for that. that movie. Yeah. That's uh, it's tremendous. Uh, I need to, well, that's in the bag, so. Is it sure. in the bag? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you said that. Again. Yeah. Um, hope, so, hope so. But yeah, at the end, well, the first yeah. gig that he does, um, not with sign language, is in Dundee. So, oh, there, nice. so there's, a, there's a good bit of it shot in Dundee. Um, they were doing the interviews at the V&A. He'd done the gig at Albert Hall. And me and Izzy were out that night and we said, do you want to go and see John Bishop? See if there's any spare tickets. And we went to see a different comedy show. Because right. it was just like a wee stand-up. So we could have been there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I was just like, we missed out. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, that's, it's ITV uh, show. After it, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch this, but you actually see the full gig. Because he does it, in, he does does it in sign language, but there's also somebody talking along with it. Mm. So he, well, not somebody. He says the whole gig himself, and he's then he's doing it in sign language too, so that people that are partially here can come to the gig. And, That's yeah. But yeah, um, great, great watch. I wasn't a bit, maybe a and a half. Just, just came across it as he mentioned it because she learns um, BSL for her work, so. Mm-hmm. She kind of thought, oh, that would be quite good. That's pure, so coincidental because I was listening to Off the Ball, you know, that um, football yeah. show <laughs> on the radio, and Ray Bradshaw, you know, that Scottish comedian, mm. he's bald, but he's like got a ginger beard, does loads of football stuff. And there was, before he came on, we were kind of saying, oh, we've got Ray Bradshaw and he's going to be speaking about his tour, and, it's, and it was about doing it through sign language as well. Yeah. Or, or getting someone to sign language his jokes to mm. sign language, I'm sure that's not the, the, the term, but to somebody else. And I thought, that's a pretty interesting concept. And I think, uh, what jokes would be funny? How could, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure a joke's a joke, especially puns and that. Right, so. But, but uh, the ones that rely on, like you said, the timing and the delivery, the yeah. forcefulness of a word. So he does, he does a joke, um, I think it's like three weeks before the gig. And he meets one of the comedians that just does, uh, that's just a sign language mm-hmm. comedian. And uh, he says, right, I've got this joke. And he tells him it. And, he's, and he laughs, he goes, that's not gonna work. <laughs> 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 There's no way that's gonna work. Yeah. It's, a, it's a joke about uh, the Welsh language. And, uh, and he's just like, oh yeah, go to, yeah. He's like, well, you need, that, you need the sounds. You, people can just, you can't spell that out. You're yeah. gonna take yeah. too long. It's just, uh, there's no way. He's like, well, what about these ones? <laughs> and he said, I just ripped up my whole script yeah. <laughs> at the start again. And he just yeah, said, yeah. I, was, I was, it was so hard to try and figure out these jokes that are actually going to be able to get delivered in the right way mm-hmm. and come across. <laughs> and d- and yeah, and don't. I, uh, and see some of the jokes that he'd done were just absolutely, they're funny as fuck. You see sometimes on TV where there's, there's a sign person doing the person stops speaking and then they keep doing it. I can imagine uh-huh. trying to do something Welsh when their words are long enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can imagine it's about, you know, that Welsh town that yeah, they go uh, in the yeah, weather. Yeah. Uh, and it just like, it's it goes off. Like, yeah. Taking a wee break after you <laughs> So, I, 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 I think one of the jokes that he said, I was something like, um, when I was learning sign language, um, the teacher always asked me, uh, what's your mum's name? Um, and then asked me what, how tall she was. And he was like, why are, they, why are they so bothered about the height? Mm-hmm. And, he said, uh, and then he went into, what's your dad's name? How tall is he? And he said, oh, well, Jesus Christ, get off the height. Yeah. And he said, I realised why. Because you've all got, always got to fit in the wee boxes on the bottom of the corner of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, well, that was his first joke, and that just yeah. got really good. Yeah. It was just yeah. like yeah. that. Brilliant. There's been gigs that have been um, interpreted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. 
Amazing. <laughs> I've seen some rap ones. <laughs> it's funny oh. what their one, yeah. what their th- side is for like swears and everything. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Stormzy there, eh? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I think I'm pretty sure I've seen about that. They <coughs> see the Stormzy got Jose Mourinho in his video. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've seen that. He's just standing there, just saying, <laughs> shh. <laughs> yeah. next to Stormzy, looking cool. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, what's the meme like, uh, I would speak, I get, I get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> if yeah, I speak, yeah, I'm in yeah, big yeah. trouble. Yeah. Excellent. Like, you wouldn't be surprised to find out. I usually try and keep um, to the end of the season, and then I'll say, this yeah. is what I'm bringing in. But three episodes in, I'm going to have to speak <laughs> about Frozen Planet 2. Hey! Attenborough, at his best again. Mm. And it's one of the few things that is just, like, it's a, such a visual spectacle that I don't want any yeah. subtitles on. Mm-hmm. I, I watch subtitles quite a lot now, but not. But I mean... That's the Amber voice, that's all you have enough. <laughs> uh, it's just velvet. Um, Killer whales, my favourite animal, hand down, hands down. Right. Your body shapes. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how they kill bull whales and the, the tactics to do to team up on them, separate mm, them, and then uh. just like plunge into them, side of them, go on top of them and drown them, and then they only end up eating the tongue. Really? Yeah. That was, that was mad. They're just bullies then, yeah. How they, they capture seals as well. So there's a seal on a block of ice, like a massive mm. sheet of ice, and they try and if they if they can't disrupt the sheet of ice, then they cause a wave to make it fall off. No way, yeah. And then so there was two that were trying it, and they didn't. They couldn't. They couldn't do it because the seal jumped off, and then was able to jump back on. And so they just went and got back up. One <laughs> <laughs> boys. Yeah. Oh, it's just amazing. Just wanting food. <laughs> Spreading out, they spy hop to search the ice flows. When a seal is spotted, the scouts alert the family with a rallying call. But if they are to catch a seal resting on such a large piece of ice, the hunters need to change their tactics. This time, they produce a subsurface wave. It breaks the ice into smaller pieces. But the seal still has a raft and appears to be protected from any oncoming wave. The matriarch whale, however, has a plan. Working in a coordinated way, the pod push the seal's ice platform into clearer water. Avoid injury. Blowing bubbles. 
disorientate the towering seal. And the whales move in for the kill. Golden eagles taking on mountain goats. Wow. So, yeah, so early in the spring, then they're able to just grab up a kid and go. Mm -hmm. Like, once they cause a bit of panic again in tandem, one of them swoops down. I've got the horns just to grab as well. And then, and okay. then <laughs> pick, pick one up and then just like take it for a wee uh, few metres out, let it go, boom, done. Mm. Ah? And then later on, in the, when it's winter's coming, these the ones that have survived anyway, these goats have grown up now they're like five times as heavy as the eagle. So they just wait until they're near the edge and then they just like grab it and chuck it. Just throw it. No, I mean like off the actual mountain. Right, right, right. These are like ah. high in the cliffs. Yeah. So all they've got to do is just be able to carry it for enough time that they've got far enough from the thing. And then you let it go and I'm like, surely it's what you hit now. Surely it's what you hit now. It just keeps going, going, going. Boom. So not even the like like it's short enough that it just goes bounce off the mountain, they actually just take it and just drop it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, they go for the height because I mean you could survive, I suppose. Yeah. Like a, a, a few tumbles, but uh. nah, you can't survive what they, they do that. Um, so what's not a like about that? <laughs> like fun. Um, Siberian tigers, like to see that against the white snow is just like mm. it's bloody gorgeous and as technology advan advances, like so does the storytelling and kind of how we experience these events, right? Mm -hmm. There's the third episode there, they had a, an avalanche and they had a racer drone that just followed all the way down. You've seen it from all these <laughs> no angles, way. it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's just it's fucking unbelievable. And then, obviously, at the forefront of these episodes are the climate crisis and how this is impacting the environment and the animals within it. Kind of, you get the sense that you're not going to be able to see this stuff for much longer, eh? Mm, yeah. Polar bears are. Having to travel plane. further and further to, to try and find food, and they're going to they're going to just invade Canada soon. <laughs> 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 Alaskans are just going to be like no more like. Um, that, that, I mean that's it. Um, melting the ice caps, all that sort of stuff. The, the third of the ice, no, what's the thing about Greenland? Yeah, the ice being lost in Greenland alone is responsible for a quarter of the rise in global sea levels. Just in Greenland. Just in Greenland, so I mean, it's uh, just that's pretty close to the North Pole and stuff like that, isn't it? Is, yeah. There, yeah. Then you've got the Arctic itself. You've got mm -hmm. the top of Canada. You've got top of Russia. The Arctic Norwegian. There's loads mm -hmm. that can still melt. Yeah. And fucking hell. And the South Pole. We're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. And the South Pole. Yeah. The ferry's fucked. Uh -huh. <laughs> <That'll be laughs> the ferry's naked. Um, so yeah, that's it. It's and that's an absolute feast. Kids love it too. Mm. It's good. It's good. Um, why? Why is he doing that? Ah, just because he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> he's the king of the jungle. They're like, not that seal. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there was a sad but You know, like the last ten minutes to do like behind the scenes sort of thing. Yeah. Where, um, they wanted to capture a seal pup going for its first swim, and it did. And then it got a storm came kind of separated it from its mum and it kind of really survive in the water for any length of time but mm -hmm. the sheet ice was just breaking up breaking up mm -hmm. so, and then they hightailed out because they're on a boat that kind of survived this wind either uh -huh. and they were just saying to one of the local experts what's what's the fate of that seal he says that's dead like 
Yeah. So you've just spent your, you know, your yeah. heart warming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great shots of the camera. They put the camera upside down so the seagull looks at, like it's floating almost. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Um, yeah, he, he dies. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Unless you're like kind of powerless, so you see like a predator eat something. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to do something. You just want to roll across it. Go yeah. you! Yeah. <laughs> this is a massive like force of nature here. <laughs> it's not that I could do. Yeah. <coughs> uh, oh. Nah, brilliant. Ah, and brilliant is best. Yeah. Um, go on in, Tarek. You seem keen to tell us what people should avoid. Oh, avoid, right? It's an iceberg. Um. So, uh, I've been a, a text into the group chat earlier. I was struggling to decide on what to avoid because I've had quite a good feast for the eyes over the last two weeks. So watching some good stuff, um, but then I, d I watched this and I thought, yeah, it was it was all right. And then the more and more I thought about it, I thought, no, actually, they need to just stop doing these things. Um, and it was Pinocchio, the live action Pinocchio on Disney. Tom Hanks. Oh, really? <laughs> Hi. I see the uh, golden child of the maker movies. Of yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Chip Hall. Yeah, um, and yeah, yeah, it's the exact same story, which is exactly what you expected. You can't do it any worse. Uh, you can't do do it any wrong. But you've got you've got a story. <laughs> Every fairy tale story <laughs> that they've done, it's a fucking great story, uh -huh. and, and the cartoons are amazing. You don't need to change them. But then, in the same breath. They had them as uh, as books, and then they moved them and made them into ca uh, cartoons. Yeah, yeah. And now they're doing a live action. But I've, I've not watched a live action that I've actually thought that was better than the better than, better than the original yeah, movies. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the one that's diverged the most for me. I've not seen. No, I've seen Aladdin actually. Is the Jungle Book? That's the one that's changed the most. Yeah, I and think that probably comes closest. To that, to that probably good, I enjoyed it much more because of. <coughs> But Pinocchio, mm -hmm. I've seen it, and I was conflicted as anything because uh -huh. at the start you're thinking, Tom Hanks, Geppetto, it's, it's going to be great. It's just it's going to be great. Yeah. And at the start, 
just him in that room on his own and, he, and, he, and he's talking and he's making the thing and he's talking about his clocks in a hand it's like this is going to be great but then I remembered all the bad stuff that happened to Prino Gerber like, I'm not ready for that yeah. see <laughs> that was it he was like Tarek can you remember I said, yeah can yes. you not remember is that where the should we be covering the kids eyes here I was like so ah, they all go to it the donkeys and everything the, turn, the, yeah. the donkeys and then he gets eaten by the whale and yeah. oh there's an even worse thing the kids the kids snatcher yeah, like the, the the demon things. The oh yeah, yeah, the mm. demon things That's that are new, uh, they they once the donkeys once the kids turn into donkeys, then the demons come up and take them wrap away. Them up, to wrap them up, yeah, yeah. Shove them down. Yeah. Them. So that was a wee bit of a scary part for the that kids. That was that was pretty uh, scary. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's no, there's <coughs> just I don't see a need for live action movies. There's no, no there, it's, it's Disney. Disney just cashing in on this. They're just bringing, uh, banging away on the money kill, and they're definitely making making as much money as they can from this. I mean, so you've got Lion King, Jungle Book, Aladdin, Beauty yes. and the Beast, Mulan, all this. So they've just battered away. Let's take as much money from all these movies as we can, and it's just does mean nothing. And I've watched a few of them because I've. I've my favourite animated movies would be Lion King and Aladdin. Good ones, and they've yeah. just absolutely killed on the live <coughs> actions. I remember seeing this as this kind of a big tweet. It was like the differences in Simba's uh, facial. Yeah, facial expressions mm -hmm. when all like the okay, will there be such something come down. Uh -huh. And it's like I get it you want to go for realism with that, but it's just like it was the same expression in the live action or, or the CGI one that than is any other scene in the film. Mm -hmm. So I know it, uh, animation is a lot more like... Simba <laughs> like, <Simba's laughs> like, like seeing his but, friends uh, was like... The yeah. Simba uh, being like chased down by a herd of... Like, the thing uh, is, life's danger, yeah. It's just the same thing. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I showed you, I seen the tweet, and I was going to mention as well, <coughs> a split screen of Simba, the animation. Yeah, one. yeah. And you know, like, the <coughs> mouths are way down there, the eyes are huge. Uh, the the like, ears are down as well, yeah. yeah like, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it helps in the animation where they do like a the dolly zoom. So it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. But then uh, uh, well, the CGI one, the newer one, there's just like it's the same shot as any other shot. Just, uh, come on, at least put some oh, emphasis on this. Some jazz like, on it. If you've got the, the fastest about to die here. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that yeah. was the biggest heartbreaking moment of my childhood. No <laughs> <laughs> fast die. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, again, just because of the they've, they've got all these things that they need to have. Mm -hmm. Then you know what's coming. Uh, yeah, you know, the, you know the story too well. I always to think the songs are forced as fuck as well. Uh, when and they try and do the same song. I think and either, either they do the songs book. the exact same, yeah. or don't just tweak it a little bit. Jungle Book tweaked them. Um, I don't think they did the uh, the the monkey one. The, no, the, it was uh, just it was just hinted at. Yeah. I think when you seen that monkey, it was just maybe just like it was in the background, and it was much more muted. Yeah, mm. and it was. But like, they, they did a big emphasis because cool. he was huge in that one. He was coming under like rubble and. Uh, all yeah. yeah. So if he just burst out and started doing, I'm the yeah. king of the swingers. No, there's nothing wrong with that in that film, but like, they, they did it right. It was only Baloo's song, I think. The mm -hmm. bare necessities, but that makes sense because both of them were just chilling at that point. So, right. yeah. But now we've got a uh, little mermaid coming out soon. Yeah. Which I've seen, I've seen. There's been a lot of backlash with Little Mermaid being a black girl and stuff like that. Which I don't, I don't really. It's such a non-traverse, isn't it? Oh, exactly, <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. non-traverse is an exact word for it. But I'm not against that, but I'm against the fact that they're the making the film. The concept of. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I agree. I'm actually just interested to see what the Ursula will look like in live action. <laughs> mm. The whale and Monstro in the live action one was more of a whale um, beast thing. It was yeah, it had, it had like, um, more like tentacles, tentacles and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, so fine. You know. But again, you just know they're going to get out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But then. But Okay, the, the we, we know that they're going to go for the kids to watch it. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. If your ah, kids have not watched the cartoon version, that's, see, that's the thing. When, the when, when you sit down and you hear the kids saying, that's the better one, it's like, oh, no, it hurts inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, because yeah. that's the, but again, it's just like memories. Like, that's the one they'll grow up with and remember. Yeah. Maybe, their yeah. time. So, that's your duty. Make them watch the original. Yeah, I will oh, always. Yeah, well, you might have to make like a new. Wally or Monsters Inc. and it's just like oh it's, it's all CGI instead of the animation it's just mm. and it's just some plain robot Wally once, <laughs> once only a matter of time down yeah, yeah once, once, once Rudy gets um, a bit older and more understanding of stuff Wally's mm. like on the list yeah Wally's man <laughs> like um, you remember when they did that Sonic film and for the first iteration of the actual Sonic on it they got so much backlash because yeah. it looked too realistic and ugly and everything like that so they went to the more cartoony version yeah. With the Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I can imagine just like a, <laughs> like a, a monster sink that just looks like the ugly Sonic. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's a possibility. I'm not too enamoured with like, like the Sonic. Sonic was pretty decent. I like that. Yeah. But that's more just a game to live action. I'm trying to think of other games that have went to live action that have been good. Super Mario Bros. Super Mario. I fucking <laughs> love that. I liked the new Mortal Kombat, even though they didn't have too much of a tournament going on. I've still not seen Street that Fighter. Yet. Street Fighter was awful. Uh, I'm <laughs> beyond awful. But, but you'll still watch it. <laughs> but yeah. Kylie Minogue and everything. But yeah, I think the Sonic thing, like, it's just like a mini example of, and of that kind of design. Mm-hmm. Like the New Age versus Old Age kind of thing. And now they've made the second one and then Knuckles and Tails look more animated and like the oh. characters themselves so if nobody uh, ba- had a backlash about it their whole franchise would just like oh, ugly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah um, then come at me with live action <laughs> unless it's a game <laughs> like mine's I'll go oh, um, this was um, I think I've talked about this before when mm-hmm. season one came out but it's Traces and it was the, the, the crime drama set in Dundee. Mm. Remember that? Right. I remember it getting filmed and people going, uh, focuses yeah. on three female forensic professionals working at the fictitious Scottish Institute of Forensic Science and Anatomy in Dundee. And they uncover the truth behind the murder case and like bring a killer to justice. Mm. That's the kind of basis. So it's got good pedigree from the outset. Decent cast, like Martin Comston, obviously, Line of Duty and loads mm. of other stuff. Good setup, man. <laughs> Laura Fraser, who's been in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, amongst tons of other stuff. There you go, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's made by Red, which has been responsible for loads of stuff, including Years and Years and Happy Valley. Right, okay. Sort of decent. A good setup and they yeah, have yeah. that. Good writer and it's based on an idea from Val McDermott, who's like this famous crime novelist mm-hmm. from Fife. I can confirm there has been an explosion today at a business premises here on O'Connor Street. There's a lot of hate in the world. Get this tested, rush it through. 
keep thinking of the times when we were... The happy family? Your father's on trial for murdering Emma's mother. It's going to get very personal. All of you are looking to work in the forensic arena. It's a little dry, a little slow. Oh, my God. This bomb's going off all over the city. Somebody knows what they're doing. Oh, no. Did you see anything unusual before the explosion? There was a guy who ran past us. Can you describe him? If he's wearing a suicide vest, release the switch, the bomb goes off. Let's just get through tomorrow. The end of the first season ends when someone has been arrested for the murder of Emma's mother back in the day. Emma's one of these forensic scientists who's been a, a bit exiled from Dundee a wee bit. He comes back, wants to be a student, gets involved in there's this like <coughs> archive case that, that she gets involved in. Mm. She's like, that's my mum. That's my mum's oh. death. This is our disappearance. This is the archive case. Things come to a head and the end of the first season, someone's <coughs> up for it. Someone's in the dock. For it, right? Yeah. Just so happens to be her boyfriend's dad. So just like, oh, oh my god, it's right, even that worse. whole thing going on, right? But then that's even worse if, <laughs> if a boyfriend's dad or a mum had something going on. Then yeah, maybe <laughs> best them two never get along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second season begins with the trial, but only after a couple of episodes. The trial's done. So six episodes, mm -hmm. right? Um, trial's done. <laughs> Emma and her boyfriend, who's like this needy boyfriend type, played by Martin Comston, they fucked off. Never heard from again. So mm. they're like, the whole marketing is Martin Compson, Dundee, here we go. Like two or three episodes in. Yeah. He just, you've gone. And right, scrambling for a new killer, well, yeah. They've done that to him in the, on that submarine one as well. Yeah. Killed, that's, killed that's, him off in the, like the first Oh yeah, was that the one yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Dude, that's something you say. Because it's like, oh, Compson's taking it easy here. Yeah. Just signing up for Only these contracts yeah. and then a couple of days I'll, I'll do the publicity, I'll do the promo. Yeah. <laughs> So you're done. left we're left with like the other two women and that I never even realised that, that it was a three pronged sort of attack. I just thought it was day two. Like mm. um comes mm -hmm. bird. Left with them who are going through their own like trials and tribulations, but none of them are like that important to you. Like really you you've, you've spent no time building them up as a character, background, nothing. Um and then there's a main uh, the main plot that takes over is that there's bombs going off in the city and there's like terrorists who are the targeting. That seems drastically different than a cold case. Oh, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied so together. Oh, are these bombs going off in Dundee? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, here's what's annoyed me apart from what I've said so far. It's set in Dundee, but the majority of the series, I thought during the first six episodes I was watching it, I'd heard that it was filmed in Perth. Right. It's not fucking Bolton. Bolton, Bolton, loads of it. Is Bolton looks like Dundee. And the only like have set, seen setting go shots on. like of over the law and stuff, mm. and then they go to Bolton and just play it out. It's See, I've heard it's that uh, horrible. It's, uh, mm. I kind of get involved in it because they just keep seeing this. <laughs> there's places in Canada, and it's like uh, it's uh, like, like a lot of films are set in America in there, and it's uh -huh. cheaper to film there and stuff like that. Well, yeah. they come to Glasgow as well because it was there. Yeah. So the, ar the architecture is yeah. very like New York and stuff. Mm. <clears throat> um, so by the time they finish with the trial, there's little room for anything else, but I didn't stop them, like grabbing the fucking shoehorn, right? Yeah. And chucking in uh, an affair between <laughs> cop and one of the scientists, right? Uh, a drug binge and a potential suicide conspiracy of one of the students. Right. 
Yeah, that's the thing with these shows. It's, like, it's just like everyone's got a nasty, dirty little secret, and yeah. then when you actually take a step back, it's like, how much is that actually worth it? Like, exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's the same shows that just kind of repeat seen, that. You've seen somebody like six times. Yeah. And then they make an appearance on the seventh time and they give a shady look. And all of a sudden, like, they're a bastard. Where's this come from? Yeah. Where's this? Like, and then they turn on the camera, it's like... You don't deserve to just <laughs> do that to yeah. me. It's just like, oh, I started my friend's nasty drug habit. <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 yeah. okay, thanks for telling me that. And then there's another thing about One of the, the scientists who becomes, like, the main character sort of thing, she suddenly turns into this, like, criminal investigation genius. She gets brought in because what's good is that when one of the bombs goes off, she's like picking up pieces of that and she says, Well, it's probably one of these types of bombs. It's actually forensic stuff. Good, yeah. like scientific d data uh -huh. all the way. But then she's like, Oh, well, the bomber is probably going to do this and he's probably going to have his hand in that pocket. And I think he might wear something like a coat. Like a, mm. but possibly with the hood, mm. and his other hand's going to be—I don't know—was he Sherlock? No. But, 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 <laughs> maybe, but, but maybe there. Guess what? Everything's spot on. Yeah. Like, it cuts to him doing that exact same <laughs> yeah. pose. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Um, nah, that that was it. She ends up being a better cop than the police because they're all just coming to terms with the fact that incels exist online. Oh my god! So that is, that they're all like, "What? Who are these people?" And meanwhile, she's just solving <laughs> the case. <laughs> Thanks Wait, for hold the what, explain it to me again. <laughs> Thanks for setting the show in Dundee and talking about it. Yeah, so that that's it. Um, it. Final nail in the coffin, right? It was I was really tired after a heavy weekend with the sharps I've mentioned. Uh, went to the Don't Ukraine go match. <laughs> went to the Ukraine match on the following Wednesday. Late one again, late is like Thursday night, wanna stick the final episode on, I'm like, oh, are you sure? Like, okay. Obviously, inevitably, I fall asleep. Hey. Um, so I don't know what happens at the end, and it's still on the planet, and I just don't care enough to go. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna have to. Now, now you're gonna find out you the guy that, that you saw in the first episode for two minutes is the killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Constant comes back like my grenade, <laughs> Yeah, Actually, I, I organised this little <laughs> shindig here. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Oh god! So when people are avoiding traces, <laughs> well, they should also avo <laughs> avoid well, Netflix's film "I Came By." Yeah. I've seen a I lot of prom I, I've seen a lot of promotion for this, and it wasn't just your normal Netflix accounts saying, "Oh, watch this; he's a trailer or whatever." There's a lot of people hyping this up, and so what it's about is this, like graffiti artist is a bit kind of. Uh, very kind of in his own way politically active and wants to be like down with the rich people like well, his thing is he goes into breaks the rich people's houses and spray spray graffiti's I came by to kind of instill fear but never actually like does anything against them or protests against them but essentially it's kind of like like uh, other films like Don't Breathe or The Collector where a character breaks into a house and then finds out this is the wrong house. There's like some terrible's going on here. But with so he wasn't breaking in and kind of changing the bathies for smaller sizes. No, no, adding salt into salt into the whiskey and stuff yeah. like that. Nothing, nothing like that. But it's one of those films. But I feel like it's a very small niche. But I feel there's other films that concept way better. But a lot of the problems in this film is just like the main character is just it's like he's twenty something. 
and he's just uh, throwing strops like a teenager. He's just like, I'm not going to do the dishes, mom. Like, he actually says that. Like, I'm not going to clean the kitchen. And it's like that ske- uh, sketch. It's like that um, uh, kid turns into a teenager. It's like a BBC. And he's oh, just Kevin like, Perry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what the main character acts like. But like uh, the thing with the film is it changes point of views of the main characters just randomly. So right. you think you'd be with this guy, and then all of a sudden you're with this other... Is this other character? I mean, it's just like three or four times. So it's hard to get invested, and you're further and further along, and it's just like there's no intrigue. There's no like reason I should really stick around. And oh. people are just kind of disposed, and they do random time skips. Like in the beginning of the film, uh, the main character's best friend gets girl pregnant, and then within the next time you see her, she's had the baby, and it's like oh. Nine months has happened. <laughs> There's nothing in this film. Like, you, you can tell me a week's happened, and I w- genuinely would have been convinced. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like some films do that, and it's they just. Do, yeah. Hello? I was reading about that judge. People call him a saint. He'd take on inquests on behalf of refugees. It's a publicity stunt. The elusive I came by taggers are back to haunt the city's rich. Fight the system, remember? Can you think of anyone who might have cause to target you? I was a judge, so yes, one or two people. What difference have we really made? Get inside their homes. Enemies at home, we won. You're 23, and what have you achieved? You need to let me get on with my life. If you want to keep writing, Keep me out of it. Whose side do you want? Uh, and then the next day, it's like, oh, you see the baby, it's like a few months old. And it's just like, what? And then I'm trying to think. So all that events have just happened, and we're just skimmed past it. But it's just getting to the end. It's like, oh my god, please just end this film. Because <laughs> I was into it, I like that niche of. Like we see, like we saw "Don't Breathe" and how intriguing that was, and how it kept it to that one house mm-hmm. for most of the film. But then, no, this is just like over the span of about a year, and it's just that like not much really happens. Or you should watch the collector actually. There's plus a, a bag put in there. It's like a horror film where this like down the lock uh, jewel thief has to break into his house because his uh, estranged wife's wrapped up alone with the loan shark. And so his daughter and his wife's in like really bad danger. So he's feel like, okay, I've got to do this. And he goes in there and that family's then being targeted by a serial killer. And so now he's got like a, a moral comp- like well, a really he split. he breaks in the wrong house, did you say? Well, no, he goes into the right house, but oh. it's just right place, wrong time. Nah, really. And so he has this whole more of like, do I save these people and almost give myself away to this dangerous man? Or do I get this jewel? And save my family. Ah, oh, right, got you. Because right, he's, he's, he's got like a, a time limit. It's like, okay, by tonight I've got to pay off this debt. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But that, that, that film's yeah. really good because it's... Better than Dobreed? Um, I think, I think Dobreed's a, a better made film, uh-huh. but I feel like I'm more on the edge of my seat with The, the Collector. The Collector, right, cool. And there's a sequel out of The Collection as well, but that's a bit schlocky. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've seen other films do this kind of idea better and it's just eh. 
But that's the thing that the the, the main character's mum is Kelly McDonald, and she's in a bunch of stuff. She's in like Brave and Trainspotting, and mm-hmm. I think, was she in No Country for Old Men? Uh, she might have been. She she's in um, what one of the Japanese yeah. slash uh, British uh, shows I watched. That was pretty good. Yeah. So I she. Can't, I can't, I can't think what she looks like. She's in Boardwalk Empire as well. Mm. So I feel, like she was, well I feel like she was too good for this film. <laughs> she was the only one like, doing a good performance. and then Yeah, I've got mixed feelings mm. about her. Sometimes her accents annoy me, but mm. she is watchable. She's been in um, Line of Duty as well. Right. Uh, towards the end. <laughs> but yeah. You're still not really nailed to her on about No, no. 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 Wait. How are we but yeah, uh, that film just uh, felt like it could have done better. Yeah. And I've seen so many rave reviews about him. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, don't watch that. Watch, no. watch, don't breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Don't Christ breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put someone on social media this week, Darig. Yes, yes, what I did. Was it? <laughs> um, it was. It was a picture of sex anti-heroes. Nine. No, nine. Sorry, nine. Yeah. Nine anti-heroes. Um, and Tony uh, Soprano. From Sopranos, obviously. Nicky uh-huh. Thompson from Boardwalk Empire. Uh, just Dexter from Dexter. Walter White from Breaking Bad. Jimmy McGill or Saul Goodman from Better Saul or Breaking Bad. Uh, Prison Break. Yeah, what's his name again? Uh, Michael Schofield. Michael Schofield, that's right. Then uh, um, Thomas Shelby. Picking blinders. Which is the only one I've not seen. Like that. <laughs> really? Tell thing. And then your man Ozark. Ozark, Larry Bird. Oh, Larry Bird. Marty. Marty. Larry Bird. Don Draper, Mad Men, and then, oh, as you said, uh, yeah. Boardwalk Empire. Nucky yeah. Thompson, played yeah. by our, our man. Mm-hmm. Right, so, we popped up and we asked if you could make one of these a president or make them an offer they can't refuse, so kill somebody. Or make a small start startup business with one of these planning it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, did we get our own ones? I don't think we put them up. <laughs> well, well, I, I did reply. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was we've got Darren's. Yeah. We've got Darren's. We've been. We've only had it up for about a week. I'm not sure whether we can That's just hold off and just. There. <laughs> see if anybody else wants to add in. So you want to yeah. you you trial it now and just tell people to go and do it? Yeah. And, and then we'll revisit it. Yeah, yeah. Pause it. I want to see this. I want to see. Because we have had responses. We've had one from Fabi, my sister. We've had one from <laughs> Sam Crozier, and we've had one from Darren. Yes. So let's get a few more. Right, okay. Oh, I'm easy to do it either way. Nah, well, I've, got, I've got more stuff to, to talk about with Sam because he. What were you about to say? I was like, do you want to just read my one so people get an idea? Okay, for yeah, it? yeah, yeah. You go yeah okay, let's just do it though. So, my president would be Jimmy McGill or Saul Goodman. I think he's a great man. He knows his way around the law. He talks his way out of any conversation. He's a, uh, he knows how to do things the right way and the wrong way. Yeah. I think he'd be a great, uh, you know, a great speaker. <laughs> able to wriggle around the laws. Good representative. Yeah. Right. Matter of the people. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, make offer would be uh, the guy from Ozark, just because I know nothing about him. <laughs> 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 like least of anybody on the list. So right, okay. Okay. least the Patrick. And small business would be um, Walter White, because he used to work for Grey Matter, which is a multi-billion-dollar mm-hmm. organization. Yeah, <laughs> 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 but 
Yeah, we could do it the right way or the wrong way, and he's had like millionaire businesses either way. So mm -hmm. someone is mm. fiercely dedicated, extremely intelligent. So I feel like he's got the track record for yeah, he's making got the money. passion to get in there. Yeah. Right. Well, me and Farragher, <laughs> frantically thinking of this, I'll read out what Sam Crozier says. So Sambo says, Big Tony is president. Eee. Right. Can't argue with that. I agree. Could you fucking sleep <laughs> with Tell you the American. Yeah. Uh, he'd kill Nucky Thompson just because he'd become top boy. Then mm. uh, he would take over. He would take over for him. So, he, uh, darling, have you seen Boardwalk Empire? No. It's that prohibition era, uh, east coast of America. Um, they've got, so, I, can't, I can't remember the exact place, but it's the only, you know you've got Vegas, so you can gamble. Yeah. There's like a place on the east coast, and the name escapes me, that you can also... Does Jersey Shore. <laughs> gamble. Um, so there's like, there's, there's that going on, but prohibitions, there's no alcohol, so everybody's got moonshine, there's mm. stuff being carted in by so gangsters and... Yeah, mafia mm. and stuff, yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, there's that, and... Um, so if you kill him, you can become Then the you can take over. What's the boy's name? Omar from The Wire, what's his name? William... Michael William... Yeah, Michael K. Ma Williams? Michael K. Williams, that's it. Have seen that? He um, plays Chalky White, and he is... Not as good a character as Omar, but not too far away. Yeah, he's ah, a great character. He um, he, he's kind of like a hitman who like runs by his own rules. Like, <laughs> put Omar on the fucking floor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that's good. Uh, and he, uh, Sambo says Michael Schofield for. No, he was thinking about Marty Bird or Michael Schofield for the business plan. Yeah, mm. but he picks Schofield because anyone. Who tattoos plans like that and escapes? He's having with him. There you go, cool, yeah. cool. There's a lot of intelligence on this board. There so is yeah. a lot of intelligence on this board. I do like this board. It's a. Could you? I've got mines. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. it then, and I'll. Right. So, so my one yeah. uh, would be president. It's got to be Marty. Marty Bird. Mm. Um, he's. With every great president, you've got a bitch of a wife sitting beside you. <laughs> <laughs> and Barry Bird is right there. Um, he's intelligent, he knows how to kind of manipulate people. Um, I think he would make America shitty again. <laughs> or, yeah. Um, so, kill, kill's a hard one. Mm. Um, I would probably say Michael Schofield, just because he's. The show went on too long. Yeah, the show went on too long. His tattoos weren't getting them through season two, three, four, five, yeah, or six. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he ran out of killed it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and small business, uh, well, startup business, it is between Tony or or Peaky Blinders. It depends how how hard you want to mm. act. How you want to work, I mean. Yeah. Because if you've got Tony, you don't have to dot a fucking finger. No, he's, <laughs> he's got the unions sorted. He's yeah. got everybody. He's got the waste sorted. Uh, <laughs> but I think Tommy Shelby, he would take the business to that extra level. I'll take to Tony would Tony would be kind of, you'd be making a couple of millions. But I think mm -hmm. Tommy Shelby, he would push you to what, I mean, why, billions. Why, why, how so? Um, well, he's, he's part of... He gets right into politics, he knows how to kind of work people. He's always, he's planning, constantly planning. And see Tony's a hothead? Tony yes. can be a hothead. <laughs> <laughs> no saying that he's no killed a few people in his time, and yeah. on a whim. But yeah, 
And I've still not watched Better Call Saul, so yeah. I've not really got a Okay, but you've seen Breaking Bad? It. Seen Breaking Bad? Well, <laughs> Walt's good for good for narcotics. I'm sorry, he's he's got the tech, he's got the mental capacity, but I don't think he's, he's not got the longevity, is he? He's not got man, managerial skills. No, I think so. Nah, he's he's, he's not done anything with Jesse. He didn't bring him on. He's not got the longevity yeah. either. Nah. He's only in it for the Then again, time. yeah, yeah. Walter White's, he's not good on anyone's thumb. He hates that, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Even if you're working with him, you decide something, it's and like, I'm, I'm going to blow you up. I'm doing a partner that's <laughs> not going to kill me. Yeah. As a small business he partner, take over. he's yeah. taking over, exactly. What's, what's his famous line again? I'm the danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is a business meeting, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> Staff are just asking for extra breaks. <laughs> Calm down. This is the balls. <laughs> yeah. Right, so Fabi says, kill the guy in the middle, which is Walter <laughs> Jesus Christ. Start a business with Tony Soprano and make the guy from Ozarks uh, president. The reasons, kill. Mm. Just didn't enjoy that programme at all. <laughs> Sharp and take a breath. Uh, yeah. Business, Tony Soprano will love him. Fine. <laughs> president, Marty, he can get what he needs when he needs it without violence. Can get out to almost anything by just using his mouth. The best character out there. I, I, I do like Marty's character. I do like Marty's character. Uh, I wish yeah. they, I wish they pushed his character more than his wife in the last season. But <laughs> so he's the president. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see him then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got two president Marty's. Right. I've, right. I think I've got. Can I get you? Right. Go for it. Yeah. I go think I've got president. I'm going to put Don Draper. Because basically, your president is your face, is it? Someone who says the right things to the right people. Commercial looks really, really good. Mm. Doesn't really cause a <laughs> fuss. Crush there, eh? Behind the scenes, behind the scenes, you know, gets up to whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. But you know, and when you need somebody to be on it at the time, he's there. Mm. Talk about the kind of just Americanness. I think he portrays that the most. Oh, he's, he is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have you seen any of that? I, I've seen it bits and pieces. So it's set in like the fifties, and it goes on through, 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 through yeah. yeah. And, and he's ahead of like an advertising, well, he was part of an advertising um, company. And so when they're pitching to try and get Coca-Cola and all stuff like that, yeah. it's like, get Don in here. And he just sells the dream. Mm. And that's what you need out of a politician, somebody to sell the dream. Oh, hell yeah. So he's the president. Uh-huh. Uh, the small, uh, who am I killing? Who are you killing? Oh, it's either, it's either Schofield or... Dexter. 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 Dexter's, Dexter's annoying. Dexter's me, man. good, man. Dexter's great, but it did go on too long as well. well. well then the, the, but then the reboot was pretty decent. The, what, the yeah. one, one season where well, the, the continuation. Back, yeah. I, I um, saw season one, two, maybe three. Well, the first, one to three is just like amazing TV, and then after like Trinity, it just goes. Yeah, you can't off. kill Dexter, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, he'll figure a way out of any type of situation. Mm hmm. Right, so once Schofield runs out of body space, then he's easy to <laughs> 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 But to be fair, I can't push you on to my kill. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll kill Schofield too. <laughs> he annoyed me more than, than, than Dexter. Uh, um, and what's the other one? Small business. Mm-hmm. So um, money, money. Money, 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 money. I think I just wanted to get to know. Um, now, I've only seen... See, uh, one and a half of Better Call Saul yeah. and I like Jimmy McGill but yeah. I've not seen the transformation of Saul Goodman yet mm-hmm. I just who do I want 
to be my pal. I probably want Jimmy McGill to be my <laughs> yeah. pal. Like, yeah, so oh, like, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Me and right, okay, yeah. Cool, cool. There you go. He's my president. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. so thanks for that, everybody. Uh, we are going to now move on to our top five favourite crusty foreign films. Hey. So we are back with our uh, top five, uh, and, the, and the way we did the top five last time was I pick one that I definitely want to get in, mm-hmm. you pick one you definitely want to get in, you do the same, and, and in the past we've kind of like did these where we've put our own top fives, and with this we've got to argue and veto our way to, to get in one that's combined. And Compromise, yeah. Compromise. <laughs> Hopefully Tara's going to be a bit more... Nah, I'm, I'm going to take all five, man. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to play this well. <laughs> Because uh, last uh, our next movie we're going to speak about in the next episode is Emily foreign film. We'll pick our top five foreign language movies. Mm. Right, that's it. It's been a struggle to get. To, <laughs> oh to, man! To think of three that we're going to bring to the table, but and th- we reviewed three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we've done it. We've got there. I think we've. We think we've done it. So uh, we have shared who we want. We've each shared our first picks. Mm-hmm. We're going to prepare a little bit about them. Um, and assuming there's no vetoes, we'll move on to rounds two and three, and we'll explain that at the time. But Darren, yeah. right. number one, pff, I'm glad I got this in early in the discussion. Uh, previously reviewed Parasite. Oh, I, easy. Not only yeah. one of the best foreign language, but I think one of the best films I've probably watched. Very well made, start mm. to finish. You're just kind of on the edge of your seat. It's a film that's well acted, and it's just the progression of the plot. You think this can't get any more. Like interesting, but it just keeps on getting more and more. There's a total like just delve, uh, sorry, delving into this world, and you're just you're stuck with it. And it's just I don't know what, what else to kind of say about it without going to going to spoilers. But it really opens up conversations. Like you said, mm-hmm. how long that podcast episode was, but people are still talking about it to this day. Yeah, I oh, won right. Oscars like the best picture, despite being a foreign language film. So I think that just shows that this film is so good that people will go over that anybody that even it. has an inkling to me <coughs> that mentions a foreign uh, movie yeah. and just right down their throat be, oh Parasite man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, just super interesting it's just it is on so many levels it's like three films put together because uh-huh, uh-huh. the whole family infiltrating the family you've got that rich poor dynamic is, is brilliant <laughs> yeah. the daughter plays it so well and then you've got like obviously the, the kind of the, the horror element towards the end yeah yeah and then the basement stuff is like a, a mini drama oh yeah. what the whole thing is it's fucking brilliant there's there's just loads so many parallels with the characters like the guy the, the basement man saying uh well, how could you live like this under uh, underground and then the first scene you saw them living kind of yeah. underground yeah. so yeah. there's just like everyone thinks there's someone beneath them but there's really so many people above them and yeah, it's, it's just so well crafted. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's your choice, which uh-huh. you wanted, and I'm not going to veto that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not vetoing that. That's no, no, no way in hell. Like, not, no way. Let's no. not veto that. I can't even remember what I put for my first one. <laughs> Did you not? No. You messaged Chad about it, so. What was it? There it is. Under Parasite there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. City of God. There I mean, go. I don't know if there's much needed. <laughs> else to say about City of God I mean 
we did go into in deep. It's the Brazilian film. Um, yeah, it's just so good, so so good. Um, a brilliant story. Like you're just kind of enamoured with these characters. It's just in the yeah, world. it's so yeah. gritty, and because all the characters were, well, a lot of the characters were just straight from the area, and they they kind of brought across that genuine kind of angst that was going around that area. Yeah. Um, you've got the journalist who, uh, or the, you get the story from when they were younger and they were growing up, mm -hmm. and the gangs that the and how severe they had to be with each other to actually progress within these gangs and oh uh, god yeah it's just I think the worst scene of almost any movie I've watched yeah, where the wee boy gets his hard. fuck me it hits hard I think that won that award fuck me it hits hard and it is rightly so man yeah City of God is it's up there with one of the best movies mm. ever the the uh, um the probably the first foreign movie I saw, and it's stayed with me all this time. Like we, I only saw Parasite when we did it, so that was like mm -hmm. a year and a bit ago. Yeah. Um, and that has stayed with me, but honestly, Harry McGuire's doing some crazy shit on <laughs> my group chat's going absolutely mental. <laughs> 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 I keep watching this. Uh, let me know what Harry McGuire's doing. Harry McGuire, just stop doing Harry McGuire stuff for five <laughs> fucking minutes. Get my club. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm not vital in City of God. No. I get shot in the foot. I feel like it's too personal for you guys to ever view it. No. Yeah, no, it's just right. so well done. Aye. Right, this is the one I'm going to put forward, right? <laughs> for a movie, you want good story, you want direction, cinematography, <laughs> you want it to sound great and look even better. You want Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Fucking amazing, Paul. <laughs> Uh, martial arts sequences, groundbreaking at the time, and still kind of revered to this day. I mean, the fight scene on top of the trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who yeah. even thinks about that? Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, so, uh, not only did I like it, but it became a success, right? Grossed 213 million worldwide, uh, half of that roughly in the United States alone, becoming the highest grossing foreign language film produced overseas in American history. Well, First yeah. foreign language film in the States to break the $100 million mark. <laughs> it won over 40 awards, nominated for 10 Oscars, including Best Picture. It won Best Foreign Language Movie, Art Direction, Original Score and Cinematography. Mm -hmm. Received the most nominations ever for a non-English language film. And until 2018, it was tied with Roma. Hmm. So these are three... Roma. Either record-breaking or groundbreaking films. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like they have to be in the, in the discussion. Definitely, yeah. Aye. I mean, you can't take anything away from any of them films. There's no. there's nothing that's bad about any of them. Um, no. I, yeah, I, I would really, really struggle to find negatives in any of them three. Mm -hmm. I nice. mean, the, the biggest debate would be. One, two, three. One, two, three, but we're not here to do that. We don't need to do yeah. that. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. in the top five. It's in the top five. <laughs> there might be some fists yeah. there. Yeah. If anybody yeah. wants to debate the one, two, three on that, then yeah. go yeah. right ahead. Let us know oh, right now in the comments. Leave an audio yeah. clip for yeah. us to So, play podcast on. listeners, we're on Facebook Live just now doing this, and <laughs> we're going to make this a thing. Every top five 
if he quiz, if he summon what we do in the we're middle, done, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna put it on Facebook. So we'll keep your Mondays. But everybody's at half watching past Harry McGuire do stupid things on a football pitch just now. So that's by the by. Um, I, I think I think without Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, there's no hero. There's no House of Flying Daggers, and I put it to Mr. Tarantino. There's probably no Kill Bill either. Talk about influential, yeah. Okay, so there we go. That's uh, well, he is a student of the game, Tarantino, isn't he? Oh, yeah, so definitely. Student of the martial arts game. Yeah, definitely. He and bristled when uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was compared to the Matrix. He was like, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's fucking nothing of the sort. <laughs> so, there we go. That's our top. That's our three. That's, well, that's our and three. That's yeah. done and dusted. That's no, no, solid. No vetoes. <laughs> no. Uh, for MD new to this, we, we, gets, we can veto one mm-hmm. each. Aye. And this is where things might happen. So, Darren and, and Tarek and me are going to say one more. <laughs> Between us, we need to pick one of these three yeah. to be the fourth on our list. Who are you putting forward, Darren? Well, we're talking about foreign language films and I was really yeah. racking my brains and I realised that anime films actually fall under it as well because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. Japanese. Mm-hmm. So one of the best uh, anime film, animated films or just even films I've seen as well was called Perfect Blue. Now you might have heard it, might not, but essentially it's about, um, well you see in like Asian stuff like that with the, the kind of pop sing- uh, singers, uh, mm. they, they are very like controlling and they're very like manipulative so the industry kind of owns these people and the girls have always got a scene single available for any of the male fans their attention right. or their love or their anything, <laughs> anything else so like even in real life there's this one case of this woman who ex- was exposed that she had a boyfriend she had a complete mental breakdown because all of her fans turned on her and like gave her death threats she shaved her head and she had to like leave the industry because she was just hounded for having something normal like an actual boyfriend. So this is kind of like that. So this girl's part of this pop group and then leaves because she doesn't want to be seen as childish anymore and she wants to become an actress. But the terror like kind of country almost flips on her. And especially this one obsessed stalker fan of hers that is deluding himself into thinking that she's desperately in love with him. And that they actually have a relationship, and Joel all the time she's having like a identity crisis, right? And it's just really, really well done. The animation it can really like just really uh, exaggerate a lot of the things that are going on, yeah. show kind of a mental state. And it's really good because then she tries to become an actress, and she wants to do adult things to kind of just like shed that childish things, but it's just not what she actually had in that. And a heart for the actual idea. Mm. So every way she's turning, she's just getting more and more depressed and upset. And it seems like everyone's just out to get her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's just an right. amazing story because mm-hmm. it's kind of based on like real life stuff. There is real life examples. I see that does. You have to keep the hide behind the other side. Yeah, there's just right. real life examples about it. So I think it's just a brilliant movie. So I can recommend here as well. Um, I would veto that. <laughs> well, wait. you didn't go to well, the well, sorry, yeah. sorry. You don't. You don't need to know. I'm not going to vote your one now. Right. That's, um, well, this is. What, what are you going to pick? Oh, the raid. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking the raid, but nah, I'm not nah. going to be the raid. Nah. I'm actually not going to go with any of them. Oh. I'm going to go spirit away. Oh yeah. Because you're talking 
Is yeah, anime. Anime one. Another yeah. anime film. And this is the anime film that made the anime films. Shit. I've only got one video here. And, <laughs> and it is absolutely, it's hands down the best, the best animated film, I would say, because it constantly, constantly gets voted up there with the best movies of all time. I mean, a few. What's it called? Spirit Away. I think it's Spirited Away. Spirited Away, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I've heard it's, it's, You've that. probably seen the, the picture of like the big, dark, kind of overbearing character on uh, the wee child just yeah. playing on yeah. the phone. Or playing on the phone, I can't remember. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I know where they're coming from with that. So, yeah. I'm in the ballpark. I, I in think the it's Famous Stereo Studio Ghibli that's made that with a lot of other like, mm -hmm. famous films as well. But right. I don't know, it's not a film that I would... I'd love, even though it, it, the animations are, are top tier, especially yeah. for the time it came out. So I can understand it being groundbreaking, but I wasn't mm -hmm. too much of a fan. Are you like, a big fan of it? Well, I feel like Perfect Blue had a story to tell, uh. and they just chose animation uh, for us just to tell it, but uh. I feel like Spirit of the just... See, I was, I was thinking, that's the North Star as well, well that could have been right in there. I'm uh, going to put right amongst the pigeons here, <laughs> oh, okay. and since we're over that part of the world, yeah. let's stay there, kind of. <laughs> right. I'll go the raid. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. We've got Parasite in there, and there's going to be another Asian one that joins it. Which one? We've all seen the raid. We know we love it. <laughs> we do love it. We do, <laughs> do love I, the raid. Do I have honour or do I what? So, um, that's it. Let's go to a vote. There's three in there, one of them's making it. Tarek, who are you picking? Fuck. The raid. Who are you picking? Can you not have waited? So the next <laughs> round, can I not get one in? <laughs> See, I you got one in? You got it. Oh, dear. I'll, I'll, I'll vote the raid. It is that's just unstoppable. The raid is Like, I'm, I'm worried, when I said, do I have honour? I was thinking, do I veto that? I just plead to you. I <laughs> <laughs> vote my one. <laughs> but no, the raid's nah, gone. Nah, right. Yours would have got vetoed to fuck up. Oh. <laughs> Just it is better than I was going to tell you anything about the film. An absolute bounce back veto would have been harder than that. He didn't tell you anything about the film, he just said there's this dark don't, overbearing character. Don't need to. I, 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 I was happy with the raid. I was, I was picking fine. the raid <laughs> that round. I think we were all picking the raid. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay, so there we go. We'll right. do this again. Cool, cool, um, cool. Do you need help? Um, Darren, yes. what's your choice for the next round well uh, my next round uh, pick is rec or rec in like recording uh, oh so i saw that again on lists yeah, yeah it's a spanish uh oh, footage zombie film and it's absolutely amazing because it features a lot of non-actors and it's something that's done in like one shot and so it's a story of this um well the main actress is not actually an actress she actually is work uh, she uh, it's like a small town uh, news, uh, or like a reporter, and so the whole film's shot like that. So I can imagine that you're on like two in the morning or something. You click onto that, you say, "Oh, I know her," and all of a sudden there's just like, it's a slow escalation because she's doing like a ride along with a fire department, right? Late at night, just doing a little piece on them, and then she gets into this building where it's absolutely shit's hitting the fan, like just it gets creeps up, creeps up worse by worse, and she's in there with them. And it ends up becoming like a quarantine zone, and so there, there's no way out. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing like I, I was, you know, kind of ruined it a little bit. Like the best way to watch this is with someone who doesn't know it's a, a zombie film because it's just shot like that. It's not like it's not like the typical zombie tropes, but 
So we were like um, the same same aspect of Dust Till Dawn, where it's kind of it's a it's a movie it's a movie that turns into a different type of movie. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, and you're in this cramped like uh, flat thing. So there's only a couple of floors, only a couple of locations, and then it just gets worse and worse, and they just find it out more and more, and it's chaotic, and a lot of it's actually improvised because it's non-actors, the script is loose, mm. so there's a lot of like, genuine reactions, and it keeps getting, like, I felt like genuinely scared, and there's not a lot of just your typical walking down the hallway, ah, jump scare, there's a lot of like, like thought that's went into this, even ah. though it feels like the direction and the way, yeah. the way they've kind of just it's just kind of mm, ah, yeah, it's, it's it's just, more to life than it's just brilliant <laughs> it's just like oh my and then like if you if you, like, you lock one character in the room because they're like uh, they're bitten and they're doing transforming uh. and you go over here for 20 minutes and you're like oh you need to run away run away and then you jump right back into that room you're like oh fuck that character's there and it's just like you're <laughs> on the edge of your seat man <laughs> screaming at the, the TV it's like no 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 just that's what they <laughs> and it gets worse and worse because zombies just keep in spreading and, yeah. and the okay. predictions are getting, uh, okay, okay. Are getting found yeah. footage Spanish zombie horror yeah mm. <laughs> no I'll let you go next you want me to go next uh, okay <laughs> so yeah I'm, there's, there's, I'm gonna go with but out there a bit left field again another documentary Ooh. my third choice last time was a documentary this is a documentary again Diego Armando Maradona. <laughs> no, it's going to be a bit of a push. <laughs> right. is because it's in Spanish, <laughs> Italian, and English. So it's not completely foreign language. But. Um, Sleep in the ball. Oh, that's, that's a. Well, I, no, 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 I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'll give you. I'll give you that. No and problem. And not only that, it's about it's about his period at Napoli, which is when he played his, like arguably his best football. It's when he was arguably his most successful. Um, I know he did take Argentina to the World Cup by his fucking bootstraps, mm-hmm. but this he did the same with an unfancied, unpopular um, Napoli team. Not only uh, an unpopular region within Italy, they were described as the the the, the, the poorer southerns, mm-hmm. and he he took that and wanted to just beat the rich northerns from Milan and from Turin uh, just badly, and he did, and he did, yeah. and he's revered there to this day. Um, their stadium is called the Diego Maradona Stadium, and it's. That's it, and it was a period of time that I had never really was not a favour until I saw this. Mm. The same director that produced uh, documentary similar ones on Amy Winehouse and Aaron Senna, which are both fucking stand out as well. It is the definitive Maradona movie. I, I like that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure I've seen it, and it was it was very good. Yeah. I'm st- I'm in debate whether to go Polish. Well, there's one that's kind of on the same level as Kieran, where there's multiple languages mm. with a little bit of English chucked in there. Um, it's Hurricane. I'll go for it. Fuck it. There's, yeah. there's Polish, there's uh, Italian, French, and a little bit of English in there. And Hurricane's about the Polish pilot, uh, the Polish flying squadron that came across the UK to help fight in the Battle of Britain and it was just one wee squadron and they were really kind of 
um, put down where they were like, no, we're not wanting to give you the planes, we'll just tackle this. And these guys were the best of the best from Poland. And um, they're getting the planes, they've got to go through so much training and stuff like that, but they, they genuinely don't need it. They just want the flights, they just want the plane, and they just want to battle. And they won so many fights. And it was uh, true to true story, mm-hmm. exactly what happened. It was the guy, um, I, Ramsey Bolton from Game In of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't even say his name. I, I won something, anyway. Uh, but there's a few other characters, there's a few other decent well, characters. What, his real there. name? You're, you're trying to say Yeah, I'm trying to say it. Ah, right, I can't right. remember what it is. Um, but yeah, mm. everybody's, they, they learnt Polish for this movie and spoke it all the way through it. And it was very, Good. very Emma tasty. Emma Watts couldn't do that for Emily. Uh, exactly, fuck's yeah. So yeah, that's mine, the hurricane. Okay. Okay, this is tough then. <laughs> so, well, I've beaten Danny, we'll meet you. We're going to end that. Well, is, is anybody, if they're on the table, right, is anybody going to think that somebody else has made a good enough argument or we all want to pick our own? Um, I, I don't I know. Did, like, I, I, I liked the Maradona one because I've seen that. I've not seen your one. I think so, no one's really seen mine, so I feel like I was going to go. Yeah, I've not seen his. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna beat the Maradona one then. Oh, okay. 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 Well, in that Tasty. case, in that case, don't well, don't don't don't. This is retaliation. Just gonna vote No, I I'll re- okay. re- replace mine. Wait. Is that what? Is that is that allowed? I thought the whole veto was to. So you kick don't have to vote out. for it. You don't have to vote for it now. You still don't have to vote for it. But I'll just put uh, on the? the table. I don't know. You you don't like that. It's, it's our game. It's, can, it's, it's, it is our uh, game. We can we can <laughs> fart about with it as much as we like, um, but he brings it in. Uh, I feel, I feel yeah, like it's. Or could, do you think we should only be able to do that at the first stage? Yeah, yeah. I think when, so it, get, you, when it gets that. to the fifth one, you if can't. You, if you vetoed Crouching Tiger, okay, then I can just put one in there and that gets in. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. where the, the should I veto or you know. Okay. Yeah. So let, let's not then, okay? Sorry. What were you going to go for? Sorry the likes of others. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to get a vote anyway, no, wasn't it? <laughs> nah, that wasn't getting voted. Was it uh, not? Okay. Right, so... No against the own. Yeah. So, is, does that mean Mike... Like, so, who, so you get to, we have to, you get to decide. So see, for Rick, there is the absolute emphasis on realism, like for the non-actors and the actual newscaster. It got discredited because it got an American remake, which was mm. horrible. And it didn't have any of the the qualities that made Rex so good. So I feel like that that's almost a staple of a good foreign language film is to get a, a terrible American remake. Force majeure. Yeah. Terrible so American remake. <laughs> well, okay. So I feel like if, if it's been good enough to get picked up and tried to be adapted, that's a sign of the actual. I didn't see anybody uh, redoing Emily or well, I don't. I don't. Crouching yeah. Tiger and Dragon, can't remember that. Okay. So for my side, this was history. This is actually what happened. Mine's these guys, fucking real footage. <laughs> see they see these people that were actually there. There's some of their names on the Brody Ferry Castle talking about how they helped win the war. The all, those added, uh, all, the, all the history attitude always have policies in them though. <laughs> they're, they're, they're never 100% true to life. 
Oh, that's no, just, this, this movie was true to life. We got this Ramsey Bolton guy we, in it. The zombies right. are such on the nose. Uh, right? <laughs> well, you can, you can just make that. Zombies, no, mate, right. come there's on. There's no one to insult the zombies. You can't have zombies in there. Um, well, that's the thing. There's not even just like the stereotypical zombie trope. It's not like, like The Walking Dead. The thing it's, is, the thing is, it's unique. Um, this, the culture was in mind. Right, I've, I've. This is a Spanish culture. <laughs> there's no Spanish. <laughs> I've made the decision, right? Okay. So you're voting for yours, and you're voting for yours. Yeah. Oh no, actually, I'll vote for yours. Yeah. You vote for me. <laughs> Purely on the basis that when I was looking through lists of. Oh, these are the 30 best foreign films mm-hmm. ever. These are the 15. These are the whatever, right? Wreck came up, but your one didn't. So yeah. I'm going to. That was fair there. <laughs> so you're letting <laughs> it listen to everybody else's? <laughs> but Tarek, you've still got a. Veto? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Veto! No. Are you going to veto it? Oh, I'm going to fucking. I'm going to veto it. Yep. For what reason? I never, get, as, as, as I never get, get anything in this fucking What is your It's one? a zombie it's film, man. Uh, you're not going to get a good zombie f- film, even if it's. Film. It's a great zombie film. It's like the best zombie film. You can't just. The best zombie film? Nah. You've every seen every country's got a bloody war story. Like, nobody cares. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying so that's a good foreign <laughs> language film, but it's just. Nah, some story. sorry, mate. Okay. Sorry, so, come on. That's it. you doing it. Oh, definitely. That is, that is absolutely... Dan's raging. That is disgusting. But the top... (laughs) (laughs) Top five foreign language movies are Parasite, City of God, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Raid, then... The hurricane. It's like the aviator all over again. It's just, here's some good films and then tags fraudulent film at the end. Yeah, again, champion. You're fucking dominating. You know, I'm uh, using a veto. You're bringing well. disgrace to the place. <laughs> yeah. Imagine right because of it. That'd be perfect. All right. It just fits oh, so well. well. Just you right. imagine that. <laughs> see if I had it. See if I vetoed your one and it was between D and exactly. Would you have I would have waited for, for that. Yeah. That just, would just, just because uh, there was no like, way I could have won that then. There was literally no way. The only reason I've seen his film, I hadn't seen yours. That's not, that's not the way it's always going to play all that. It's the way it plays True, it's but, it's but it's it's good that old Mepics are in there again. Well, the raid was it? Li- the raid. I was wanting the raid in. Yeah, so were we yeah. all. Um, Sambo got in touch with he hated your top five. Thank um, you. The, the outcome. <laughs> We've got one viewer. <laughs> We've got a viewer. Got a viewer. Uh, Please back who, me up, who that is. Who is our viewer? <laughs> you check the chat. Sa- Sambo say says anything. his top five. Oh, it's Leah. <laughs> have you told me uh, have you told me spoiler? About what? Yeah, <laughs> I've told you a spoiler story. Thank you, Leah. Uh, oh, okay, that's perfect. Shanks. You're Shutter a Island, good fellas, the departed, Wolf of Wall Street and the Colour of Money. So that was Sambo's Scorsese top five. Colour Money wasn't even mentioned by us. No. Seen no, it? no. I've not seen it. Not seen it? No. Not seen it? Okay. Heard of it, but I'll just take his word for that. Departed. Bang on there, Sambo. Thank you. Yeah, great film. Sambo. Departed's a great film. I had an album unrecognised by Tarek. <laughs> like Avia. I've never Avia. heard anyone talk about Avia. Watch ne- it and then never. talk about it. Never. never. Have you just watched it? No, I've never had anything else. You're welcome. Oh, you want to see the AVR? It's great. Anyway, right, Daz, you're going to round us up here. Well, (laughs) I have broken the the (laughs) rules. So you know what to watch, what to avoid, and (laughs) 
our uh, agreed upon top <laughs> five crusty approved uh, foreign language films. So thank you for everyone who's watching the live. <laughs> thank you for everyone who's watched this first part. We'll be back in one week's time to talk about uh, Emil, Emmanuel, M-A-L. Emmanuel. Uh, <laughs> That's a different... It's a foreign language movie. That's a foreign language porno. I didn't know that, I just think it's similar name. <laughs> I'm a friend of mine, you But, um... Big guy. So <laughs> no, he's... It's five four. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're back at one week's time to discuss the meal. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye from Judas. <laughs> <laughs> Judas. <laughs>